Welcome to another episode of The Student Manager. It's Fonger News, and joining me from Harrisburg, Virginia, is Senior Libero Defense Specialist, Madeline O'Toole. Maddie, what's up? Hi. <laughs> now, we're going to set the stage. Maddie O'Toole went to Assumption High School out in Kentucky. And now she's playing for the Dukes. If you never heard of James Madison, actually, she's probably one of my, she is the first Dukey, Duke Dogs on this podcast. So we're going to talk Dukes, why she likes Harrisburg, talk about the student athlete process. But again, this podcast helps the college search and admission process for students and parents. And I'm going to get right into it and ask her the first question of Coming out of Assumption High School, big powerhouse volleyball school, you were like state champion. You probably could have gone anywhere getting recruited. Why James Madison? So I really loved the culture and like the campus overall. Just the school is just so cool. And they do have very high, like a business school, which was what I was looking for. They're ranked very highly in that. And just their campus is beautiful. I just love every part of the school. And on top of that, volleyball community is very cool here. I love like the culture surrounding like volleyball and the school. It's overall just ideal. In James Madison, it has about 20,000 undergrad students. Other schools where you were looking, where, I mean, because some kids want to go to a big school, like some of your teammates right? I went to Ohio State or Louisville, some big schools. And then there was yourself going to JMU and people that listen to my podcast, typically they want to go to a SEC school or a Big Ten school. And they might, you know, they're like, where's James Madison? Well, it's in Nova, right? I mean, we could call it Nova, <laughs> Northern Virginia. People are like, Nova, what are you talking about? So yeah. did you want that small or midsize campus environment? Or did you even look at bigger schools or even a smaller school? Yeah. So for me, I wanted to go out of state and just experience something like different and that I'm not really used to. I was looking into smaller schools just like for the class size and stuff. I thought like big schools would be very fun as well, but that's just not like what I was looking for. I really like the class size here and just like the overall environment. It's not too small, but it's very it's still bit like somewhat big, so I really like that part of it. And let's talk about the class sizes because the average, they say the ratio is about 25 to 1. And I think that's a great size for certain students that are, you know, looking for a not that big school where they have I, I remember one of my classes was like 300 people in GE, all right, in general ed. But the average class size is 25 to 1. I think Fewer than 50 students at JMU is like 90% of your classes. Do you recall what was the biggest class size that you had, have had? I would say my general education history class. That one, my freshman year, was like the size of like an auditorium. It was probably about like 75 students. It was like a four credit class. So you go to the class and hear the lecture, but then on the side, you have a smaller discussion group that you have to go to as well. And you just like, so it's kind of you get both of that, like the small environment and then the big lecture on top of that. Yeah. And then I've had some other gen eds that are somewhat big around that size class number. But in my major, I do have smaller classes around like 
30. So those aren't too bad. And it's very cool because the teachers like all know you. And so, and you have name cards for my specific major, you'll have your name card and they'll call on you. And like, it's very like, you know, everyone. So it's pretty cool. Now you came from Assumption High School. So obviously there's a little bit more students there and uh-huh. the class size are a little bit bigger because Assumption was all women or all females, right? Smaller. But yeah. at JMU, 98% of the teachers or the professors are actually teaching the class. So they know, especially if you're a student athlete, I'm sure coach or your academic advisors making sure you're sitting in the front. Like I remember when I was in college, they always checked on us, picking their head in. Let's see if all tools in class, right? Yes. <laughs> They do do that. So your major business management, when all said and done, when you graduate, first, do you have any aspirations to potentially continue your career playing volleyball? Do you want to go overseas or do you want to just get ready and start having a career and making money? I think that I want to explore like jobs and like careers after college, but I do have one teammate who is taking her fifth year right now, who is looking to play overseas when she's done. So that's pretty cool. Just we do have a couple like players come through our program that go into overseas. Yeah. And your freshman year, were you living in the dorms and what's your living arrangements now? So my freshman year, I lived in a suite style dorm. And so we had six people in the same room, which it was closer to our old gym. So that was a really cool environment for me. I really enjoyed that. But we do have, I think, around like 30 dorms that are, they're more hall style. And there's a few that were suite style, but the hall style is where our new freshmen are at. And that one looks pretty cool. I think the social environment is very, like, good, like, in both of the dorms. And then right now, I live off campus since my senior or my sophomore year. I've been off campus in a little apartment complex. And it's kind of like a student athlete complex. Like, I wouldn't say the majority of student athletes live in this complex, but not everyone. So it's right down the road. Honestly, I don't drive more than like a mile or two, like on the, like an average day. So it's just right down the road and it's just pretty cool. It's very like kind of independent, but my dad will call them like glorified dorms kind of. So, but they're really (laughs) cool. Do you recommend having a car there your freshman year? And did you have a car? Did you not have a car? So I think it's hard. I don't think they let freshmen have cars, but there are some ways around it. And I knew a couple people who did have cars, but you would have to park in like a freshman lot that's not really close to campus. So it was kind of hard to have a car. You don't need one, which I didn't have one. And when I would do travel days to go home, it would just be... It was very easy for me because I could, they have bus, like buses come onto campus and like, they'll take you to the airports. They do a lot of that. And we just, we also have a really good bus system around campus that'll take you anywhere because our campus is 
pretty big. And so you can just get from one side to the other, no problem. And then um, you really kind of don't even need to go off campus, honestly, except they do have a shopper bus if you need to go off. So it's honestly my freshman year, I was very like content without a car. So you don't really need one. And when I look at the campus, the visual like on the website, or you just see on TV, and it seems beautiful. It looks amazing, right? Harrisburg, Virginia. And so if people out here from Southern California are looking at JMU, I don't even know what, what airport are they flying into? Like, And right. I love how you talk about the bus system because I talk to students and parents a lot. Either if they don't have a car, obviously you're going to Uber, but a lot of universities do have that bus system that take you directly to the airport. Like my daughter, Julia at Wisconsin, they call it the Badger bus. Now it picks up everybody and then makes a million stops and takes forever to get to Chicago O'Hare. But what is your bus? Like what airport are you flying out of? So I usually fly out of DC to go home. So we have this bus system called Megabus, which picks up along, it takes (laughs) Virginia Tech kids and then it comes, picks us up and then it goes straight to the airport in DC so it's pretty easy. It's just a two-hour drive from our school, and then it'll drop you off at anything like Ronald Reagan, like Dulles Airport, which, and then you can basically go anywhere. But travel days do take a, a pretty long time because we do have some smaller airports around us, but they don't really go like anywhere. Like you kind of have to like go to connecting flights and like, right. The travel days do take a while, but just because we don't have very many airports, but it's definitely doable and it's, it's pretty easy to like set that up and get a bus and it works out. So let's talk about the students and you're talking about like your freshman year, you lived on the dorms and now you're living in like a little student athlete complex. I mean, for the most part, probably 17,000 of undergrad students are not a student athlete, right? So when you were a freshman, let's talk about a little bit about the social life, how it's to be a Duke, right? You go to the football games or when it's even off season for JMU, like what are you doing your freshman year? Like what is the campus like? And do you have do you have friends that are not athletes? And like what's their experience like? Yes. So my freshman year, I did meet a bunch of people through living in the dorms who were not athletes. So um, they are in like sororities and fraternities. I feel like the Greek life is very big here. So, and then game days are also huge. The campus is just packed with tailgating like everywhere. So it's very hard to get around if you're not going to the game. So they do have a big like student section and it's been getting bigger since we're changed, like in the Sun Belt. I think our football team is getting bigger this like recently past years. So a bunch of the students tailgate and it's just a very good environment. Just the whole day you can, student tickets are free. So it's pretty nice. You can just do whatever. You just said student tickets are free. I mean, obviously you're seven and no, right? Undefeated. My daughter yeah. graduated from University of Washington. We went to the Oregon Washington game last weekend that those t- tickets are not free, right? Students are, and 
obviously there's 40, 50,000 undergrads are Wisconsin for students. Those tickets aren't free. Julia's selling her tickets. So that's great. I mean, for her, she's selling her tickets. She's like, daddy, should I sell my ticket when you guys come up here? Cause she's sitting with us. I'm like, absolutely. Like for the Ohio state game next weekend, she says, I'll sell it for like a hundred bucks, 200 bucks. I said, go for it. Yeah. But so for tickets for students are free. Right, you're going to a JMU game. I know it's volleyball season, and sometimes you're home, sometimes you're not home. So, how many football games and tailgates have you experienced? Like usually in a so, season. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty hard just because we're in the same season. So, I actually have been this year. I've been to two games. Um, one of them was family weekend, so my parents got to come up, and that was really fun. So. We played and then I went to their game, the football game, like the next day and and got to enjoy like the family weekend, like every like all the other students. And then I'd say in my time here, I think I've gone to every football game I can. And that's around like five games. So they're pretty fun. They're, they're a lot of fun. I like the environment and just I get excited when I'm able to go to them. So. That's awesome. Hopefully you'll get to go to more. I mean, there's a threat. The November left three or four more games. You guys yes. are eight and two, 15 and six, I think overall. Tell me one thing that you've learned most from your coach today. And I think the coach is Coach Lawrence. Is it Steinbrecher? Yes. Okay. What's oh, one gosh. thing when you graduate, you're going to go, because I, I still think about it today. I mean, matter of fact, my wife and I, we were just, we weren't in Myrtle Beach, but we were in Kiowa Island for my college coach's daughter's wedding. And there's things that I tell people every day. I said, if it, he taught me that. I mean, I, I didn't really realize it in college, but those are things that I learned. So what would you say when, when all said and done, Coach Lauren Steinbrecher has taught Matty O'Toole? So Coach Lauren is very big on culture and having a very like, close team bonding and so every day we just constantly are talking about like she just loves to like on top of volleyball she just wants to like advance us as humans as well which I love so she's always like giving us like quotes and like things to live by I think wow I can't pick one she's just she she's big on being where your feet are. So I like how she's like, when we're in the gym, we're giving like 110% and like just being there and doing all the best we can. And then, I don't know, she's just amazing in like all aspects. Wow. And you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to your high school coach because I think dearly of him. And I remember the time I met Coach Cordes, Coach Ron, Vegas, your junior year because we didn't uh -huh. set up that game until our senior year. I mean, there's he's such an amazing guy. This is Ron Cordes, who's won over how many state championships at Assumption? Like 20 plus? Yes. 20, right? 23, I think. Okay. 23. For those of you that are listening to this podcast, Assumption High School, located in Louisville, and I, they start playing volleyball at like from – your mom's womb because I think they start young. They don't do that in California. So we'll get into like when you start playing volleyball, but what, what would you say coach Cordes taught you? Wow. I think Cordes has just taught us to have a good time and just enjoy. Like he's just like very big on like, I don't know, 
like enjoying the process and just like, I'm not, hmm, yeah. I'd say he's just really big on like taking in the moment and like embracing how like. He just looks so cool and calm out there on the court. I mean, what was your favorite memory at Assumption High School? I'd say I really love the Las Vegas trips that we have out West. So those are probably the top memories I have just getting to go out there and like play all of the good competition in the tournament, the Durango tournament. And I'd say another one I'd say was just the state championship. And just since the environment it was just huge, like volleyball is very big around in Louisville. So it's just, it was just really fun at the state tournament at the state championship. I'd say that was like one of my best memories to be able to win that and just embrace that. That was really cool. And transitioning to college, right? Being in the Sunbelt Conference, being a student athlete, it's a job. Would you say it's a job? Yes. <laughs> I mean, obviously there's no regrets, but what are some, are there sometimes, have you ever said, gosh, I just wish I was a, a had, I don't know, free time or normal student or I can go do this or I can go do that? Yes, I do see a bunch of like the other people like that I'm friends with here that aren't student athletes, like getting to do a bunch of different things, which is really cool. But I do love like being a student athlete and all of the stuff that comes with that, with being able to like travel and like go see so many new places. And with our switch from the CAA to the Sun Belt, we've just seen experience so many like different colleges and like places so it's been really cool with that like experience that's a great tee up i teed this up perfectly because obviously you were in the colonial athletic association and then the sunbelt so tell me tell me a campus maybe one or two campuses that stand out that maybe some people aren't familiar with that you're like oh my god that's a pretty campus i never even known about that Ooh. So I'd say um, one of the campuses that I thought was really cool was Texas States. So they have like a, I don't know, just getting to drive around there was really cool. And I don't know, they had this like river and like a bunch of students were just like all enjoying like being in the river. And like it was, it was like right next to a gym. And I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. And their gym, their like athletics was just really cool. They have like really cool gyms and stuff. But I would say one of the other like campuses I most enjoyed was Florida States, even though we played them in preseason. So Florida it State was in Tallahassee. Yes. Okay. Yes. So playing there was really cool. I love just like the environment and like they had a lot of fans and so Texas state had a lot of fans as well. And just, that was really cool. And then on top of that, their campus was beautiful. And I don't know, it's just very pretty and like different than what I've seen. All right. Out of the top of your mind, what's like an ugly campus that you were like, Oh my God, I would never go to this school. Like this is um, a I would say not in my conference again, but 
I would say Virginia Commonwealth University, VCU. VCU, okay. It's Why? in Richmond. Well, I, I'm pretty sure that it was just like weird because they were in the heart of Richmond, so in Virginia, and I'm not sure if I would love to go to school there. It was very like spread out and just like, I don't know. I don't really like black and yellow colors either. So it's all <laughs> so you black hate, and yellow. You would hate West Virginia too. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> all right. So let's talk. Let's get back on Harrisburg's campus. Where do you like hanging out? Like what's your favorite? Uh, obviously you're in the locker room, which, which by the way, it's cool digs, brand new locker room. Where do you like hanging out on campus, either studying or like the quad? Talk to me about that. Oh my gosh, the campus is just beautiful here. There's like, the quad is amazing. I do love, I enjoy myself out there. It's just very like, there's a bunch of students out there always doing like, like spike ball and just having a good time out there. I would say there's a lot of places that I could go, like main campus, east campus, that has just like pool tables and hangout areas with just like ping pong and like a bunch of fun activities just like so I love going there and just playing pool with my friends and yeah they have a lot of everything and another place that it's really cool that we have is we have an arboretum that is like right down like five minute walk from where I am right now in our gym it's pretty. It's so pretty. It's just right about now, too, because it's like peak fall right now. And mm-hmm. the trees are just beautiful. They have a ton of trails that you can go on. And that park is just beautiful. There's a big pond. We also have another Newman Lake, which is very pretty. And all of the Greek life houses are right there on the lake, which is very cool. So I like being... In a lot of spots, honestly, around campus. All right. So tell me, because I've read up on what is, is it the Spirit Rock or Kissing Rock? What is that? It's on campus. (laughs) So we do have, yes, we do have a big rock. And every time I like pass it, it's a different color or like someone's drawn on it. And it's very, I've never seen anyone like kiss on it, but... I don't know. It's just a really random big rock in the middle of the campus and and just like in the middle of a big field. And it's just really random. But sometimes they'll paint it different colors. It's funny. And, you know, you you talked about that. And and I did read about Newman Lake. It's like right near the football field. Right. So let's talk about from what you know right? The students that you know that go out. Is Harrisburg, is it like there's college campuses where there's underage drinking. You can have fake IDs, right? The normal, if you're not a student athlete, students are getting in. They're like, oh, you need to go hang out at this bar here at Harrisburg or whatever. We're talking JMU. Is it a strict, from what you know, is it a strict social scene, party scene for like underclassmen or do you have to be 21? And is there certain areas where you can hang out at the bars. I'd say that our school in general is overall like more of a house party vibe rather than bars school. So I'd say that most of the 
upper older than 21 kids do go to bars downtown. We do have a few like hole in the wall dive bars that are really cool. But I'd say that like we do have a bar that has like an arcade and karaoke and then like one that's more of a club's vibe. So I'd say that like it's kind of strict, but I think I've heard of just like some people getting around that, which, yeah, kind of stricter, like 21 kind of thing. Now, are you over? I, I know Julia is over 21. Are you over 21 now? Yes, I, can't. I am. Maddie, like, where does you're already a senior, <laughs> right? <laughs> does time go by quick? Yes, it does. This is crazy. Where do you like hanging out if you're over 21? Where's a good place if mom and dad are in town, a restaurant bar or a vibe? Where are you where do you and your friends like to hang out? Where where are you where are you hanging out? So I'd say every time my parents come to town, we do go to Jimmy Madison's, which is more of a southern like barbecue like type place and they're known for their Brussels sprouts, Jimmy style. It's amazing. So I'll go there with my my parents. We've gone down to the the hole in the wall. Like Billy Jack's is a great burger joint, which turns into a bar at night. And then right next to it is Jack Brown's. So both of those two are are really cool and have a good like night vibe. So we've gone down to those two places. So that's cool. What would you say like? Weekend morning, you're waking up, you just, where are you going to breakfast? Like what, what's the top? Where's all the dookies going? Where's JMU hanging out? Where does Maddie go get breakfast? So I'd say the top place to go is Magnolia's and it's amazing. It's just, it's a really cool like bakery cafe. They change their menus like every week. So they do have a bunch of new like foods to try all the time so you're never gonna get the like same thing there but I mean you could if you wanted to but that's just the place to go on Sunday mornings and just it's always so packed but it's so good yeah have you ever stepped foot in your library actually I have (laughs) but (laughs) our library is under construction right now our main campus carrier that one's under construction until 2026, so that one's not getting any action. But we do have an East Campus library, which is huge, and the views are so cool. From They have, like, windows everywhere, and it's five floors. It's just the best sunsets you can see from that. I get pretty distracted there by that, but... <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Hey, I love asking this question. What do you not like about JMU? Oh gosh. Um, I know there's I'd, something. <laughs> so I'd say there's the winters get very cold here. So I'd say since we're in the Valley, we're in the Shenandoah Valley. We do get very strong like winds around this time, which I noticed my freshman year, I was always wearing my like parka that they gave me. I'm so glad they gave me that with like school. And then I'd say another thing that's really crazy is parking. So you just have to get up and get early, like very early, get to school or else you're screwed. 
Parking's very but, hard. Right, you said you said parking. I mean, obviously, your freshman year, if you didn't have a car, you're walking. They have a good bus system. Because I've asked a couple other students at different campuses, they're like, "Oh, parking's the worst." I go, "That's the worst." I go, "Come on, the, the, weather or parking, right?" But um, <laughs> what else? I mean, besides the parking, what is the food horrible your freshman year? Dorm food. I, so we do have very good dining halls. We're ranked very highly in that category. So we do have two all you can eat like halls. And then we have a ton of different other options on campus. We have Chick-fil-A, Dunkin', Starbucks. We have two Starbuckses. We have like a place for acai bowls. We have like sushi. We have Mediterranean. We have like everything. We have Auntie Annie's. Uh, I don't know how you say that. One, what's, but. What, what's your go-to when you're on campus? Before practice, after practice, like, I need to stop. I need to get something to eat. Where are you going? Honestly, I go to Duke's Dining Hall, like, for lunch every day. That place is amazing. It has Panera, Panda Express. It has a spinoff place of Debbie's. It's called The Dead. So they have breakfast and they have other options, but I usually eat The Dead and but there's just so many like options, just like tacos, like in the same building. It's just amazing. All I right. I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm going to see, uh, obviously you're a senior. You should know some of these people by now. This is almost like an educational uh, for Maddie O'Toole too. <laughs> if I said, Maddie, who's the president of JMU? Okay. I do get him mixed up with our athletic director. Well, that was going to be my next question. So you can say, as long as you know one, and then obviously, hopefully you know the other. Is it President Alger? Alger? Yes. Yes. So President Jonathan Alger is the president. And I'm very, that was going to be my next transition. I was going to say, Maddie, do you know who the athletic director is? And the athletic director is? Oh, my gosh. We see him so much. Born. Yes. I knew you're a smart student. Athlete from Assumption High School now at JMU. And all right, I'm going to give you, we were just at the Long Beach State women's volleyball game yesterday because one of my friend's daughter plays for them. And I asked her the question. I said, have you met the new athletic director? And she goes, yes. And I said, you know what? You, any student athlete I talk to, I always tell them, go introduce yourself to the athletic director. You might just see him and go, oh, there's, there's Mr. Bourne. But if I asked you now this question, have you ever just walked into Mr. Bourne's? First, does Mr. Bourne even know who Madeline O'Toole is? Besides maybe seeing um, you on the court. I mean, I have, I did wave to him last week. It was crossing paths with him. I, but I, I don't know if I've ever talked any further than just saying hi to either of them. <laughs> I'm going to challenge you and I'm going to follow up with you by the end of the season. My challenge to you and every student athlete I have on my podcast, I, I challenge them, go walk into their office, all right? First, okay. they have an open door policy. They love student athletes, okay? They have the open door policy as if like, yeah, especially JMU, it's not like it's a 30,000, 40,000 in a University of Michigan, Ohio State where they're like, Who? No, he knows who you are. But just say, hey, I know I would regret if I didn't formally introduce myself to you. My name's Madeline O'Toole. I'm a business major. I just want to say I appreciate whatever you want to say. He that will go so far. 
And I'm telling you, Maddie, it will go a long way because at the end of the day, you're a bit, you, hello, you're a business major, right? And I tell every student, athlete or a student, it's not where you're going to get your degree from, start something, finish something. If I had to do it all over again, and I thought I did it pretty well, it's all networking, right? Because you want to get a job and a career and which, what are you going to do? Networking. The person that I, she graduated UCLA, but she went to go meet the AD. She texted me and she said, I met him. And now she's assistant volleyball coach at Tennessee, but it's just connections, right? So I'm going to challenge you. I don't know what your conversation is going to be, but it's kind of like our podcast, right? We didn't know which direction it's going to, where it's going to go, but just say, hey, Mr. Bourne, this is a Madeline tool. I'm a senior. I'm a business major. I would regret if I never formally introduced myself to you. He's going to love like, oh my God, when's the last time a student athletes come talk to me? So do that just for me and I, I will follow up, but that will go a long way. He will tr- truly remember that because all ADs are very, it's, it's a powerful network. Will you do that for me? Okay. I will actually. <laughs> it's a good See, idea. You're gonna get... All right. So now I'm going to give you some, see if you know some of the other stats. All right. So do you know what? Before it was called James Madison University, do you know what the names of the schools were called? Our little history on JMU. So I have taken tours with like the school a lot, and they do say we used to be an all women's school. Is that yes, right? yes? Back in 1908. Oh wow. Okay, it had a different name. Yeah, it was the State Normal and Industrial School for Women in Harrisburg, Virginia. Like, I didn't know that. I just always thought it was just JMU. And then in 1938, it changed its name to Madison College. Oh, I've heard that one, actually. And then in 1977, finally, JMU. So if there was a student, I'm going to go for a student athlete. If a student athlete was listening, maybe volleyball, whatever sport it is, what advice recommendation would you give them coming out of high school, knowing what you know today, and if you had to do anything all over again, what advice would you give them? Okay. So I heard this when I was going through my recruiting process and I was like told if you weren't to be on the, on the team at the school, would you still go to the actual college and like have a good time, you know? So I think that's a big important thing to like remember that aside from like volleyball, you have the actual school, I don't know, just like it's two different experiences, but like the same at the same time. So I'd say I would definitely look into like big or small school, whatever you like. And then just like the campus. I think that was a big thing for me. I love our campus. And I just like, when I was going through the recruiting process, the campuses at the other places weren't as cool. And this one just stuck out to me so much. So I would say the like student life, just like all of that was like a good fit for me like aside from volleyball. So I was thinking like that was my place to go. So you nailed it right on the dot. I tell every parent or every student that I'm talking to, I said, if you ever got hurt or coach Lauren got fired, Mm -hmm. would you still want to go to that school? And I mean, I 
I, I follow you and it seems like you're having a great time at JMU. And I'm, that's why I kept on saying, you need to come on my podcast. So that's great advice. What about to a parent? So if someone's listening, like a parent's listening, what advice would you give that parent? Uh, think if you were a student athlete or even not even a student athlete, like were your parents hard on you or did they put pressure on you? Or do you know friends that maybe had that pressure, maybe siblings? Like what advice would you give parents that are listening today that for their kids that are going through the process? I'd say just listen to what they want. Like I think for me, I loved hearing my parents' input on like, cause like they do know more than me. So I was like, oh, what do you think? And they, I don't know, my parents were like very helpful for me in the process. So I enjoyed hearing their opinions and like that part. I'd say being so far away is a kind of hard thing, but I think it's for the best kind of to like, go and like experience something new it's just really cool but I'd say that's a hard part letting your kid go so far away too but I mean they let me so they were like yeah that sounds good for you so I like that it was not James Madison where was the second choice what jersey would you be wearing I would be I was really fond of Bellarmine University, which is in my hometown. So that's where that school is very like big in my family. So my grandpa was a teacher there and the athletic director. And I've had many like aunts and uncles and cousins go through that school. And I think that place is really close to home for me. But so is JMU. So I would say that would be my second pick for sure. Yeah, that that would be like Right in your backyard, you'd probably want to get away. That that's like my kids did not want nobody. Nobody wanted to go to school in California. First, it's yeah. so hard to get into a school in California, even though they're you're smart. But even Joshua, yes, Joshua wants to go to JMU, but they don't want to stay in California. So you probably didn't even want to stay in Kentucky. No, yeah, I think it's best to go experience. I love the mountains and just like waking up to that view every day is just beautiful. And it's just, I don't know. I don't get that experience at home. So it's, it's just very cool. And it's does a it big get hot there? Yes, it does. The summers are very hot. I'd say right now it's kind of in transition to getting pretty cold, but I'd say starting November, it, the winds just pick up and it's just get really freezing. So, well, Maddie O'Toole has been our guest. James Madison University, the number one most recommended public university, according to the Wall Street Journal, the number 64 public national university by US News and World. And obviously, you kind of confirmed and validated number seven best college campus in America. I mean, you're just eyes light up and you're passionate about how beautiful it is. And I've never been on the campus, it's one I do. If Joshua gets in and we go there in the spring, you might be giving us a little personal tour uh, because, yeah, I, yeah absolutely. Because I said, JMU, it's, it looks pretty, but I've never been on there, but it's number seven best college campus in America. Maddie, it's been awesome having you. I wish you the best of luck in the rest of your volleyball season in the Sunbelt Conference. Are, are, are we getting to the NCAA tournament? Yes or no? 
Yes, I believe we'll have a good path. <laughs> yeah, well, there's Coastal Carolina in your way and Troy. Troy's on the other division. They're, they're, they're balling too, right? They're balling out. They are. Yes. So it'll be tough, but the conference championship is right around the corner. It's, but we're prepping every day, and so I think we have a good shot. So You keep working hard. For Fonger News, we are out. <laughs>